Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley. Hello, Steve. Hello, Larson. It's me, Dexter Loomis, NXT Superstar. So here's my shout out to the Going In Raw podcast. Clever name. Hey, friendo, Van Larson. Uh, with Chris. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. Found right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Over on the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. Or on the Patreon at patreon.com. Uh, forward slash Stephen Larson, I think, too. I get all these URLs confused in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, we have with us the intern, Christopher Kaufman. Steve, of course, last night did a watch party for the, the Zack Snyder's Justice League. He was up till like 4 o'clock or something. I'm sure he's exhausted. He's taking it easy. Uh, it must have been a huge deal to Steve to watch the Snyder Cut because he missed his favorite wrestling program of the week to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure maybe he's watching it now. Who knows? Uh, but thank you, Chris, for joining me today. Oh, it's um, it's it's an honor to be here. Truly, this is the moment I've been uh, looking forward to my entire life. I finally get to be on on the show. On the show, and those yes. those days long ago when you would uh, uh, watch your old work, listen to the Tree of mm-hmm. Woe, uh, ask way too many questions. But see, it prepared you for a moment like this. It did. Now you're in the chair. Uh, mm-hmm. You're hosting the show. Uh, and, and, and by our conversation in the pre-show, uh, you are much like Steve and that NXT is must-watch wrestling television television for you on a weekly basis. It is. I feel kind of bad, though. I get to take I get to take LA Knight's debut away from Steve. It's pretty huge. Something he's been looking forward to this entire time. This is true. But before we get to the, our NXT recap, let's talk this real quick. Um, mm-hmm. So about a week ago, I think it was last Friday, uh, Wrestling Inc., uh, reported that Andrade had asked for his release from WWE. And we, you know, we talked about it a couple times since then. Mm-hmm. And today, mm-hmm. Andrade himself confirmed their report. This is what he had to say on Twitter. Quote, the rumors are true, and I don't know what the future holds, but I want to make my dreams come true. Thank you for giving me so much support these last days. So it's, uh, we, we see and hear rumors of people asking for their release uh, fairly, I mean, frequently these days for WWE talents, it seems. Um, and beyond the, the rare occasions when they publicly asked for their release, like mm-hmm. Ty Dillinger did, like uh, uh, Luke Harper did, um, usually when these reports surface, the talents themselves don't generally address them directly. Yeah, um, It's pretty rare for that to happen. Andre just like, yep, I asked for my release. It doesn't know what the future holds because, you know, according to Melser, that request was denied, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you can understand the frustration on his part, being at his peak, uh, uh, being immensely talented, putting on incredible performances at WWE, mm-hmm. putting in, by all counts, a ton of work, um, and to not really get anything uh, out of it. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know how much time he has left on his deal. Uh, it's a bummer to see a dude like him, unlike Alistair, 
you know, relegated to sitting on the sidelines when they have so just, much to offer, you know? Yeah, just it sucks that a guy with so much talent uh, just has to sit back in and just hang by catering the whole time because creative doesn't have anything to do for him or anything that whatever excuse they come up with. And like this dude in NXT was 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 hot shit. Yeah. He was good. Yeah, he was. Like, I I had the pleasure of seeing a match between him and Drew McIntyre at a house show uh, when Drew was NXT champion. It ended up being basically their takeover match, mm -hmm. like beat for beat. It was no. the same thing. <laughs> but um, this this dude, he, he just oozes charisma mm -hmm. on the screen and in person. Mm -hmm. It just it, it sucks that they just couldn't think of anything to do with him i know i know his match against gargano john mm -hmm. um at a takeover philadelphia still one of my top three favorite takeover matches ever um it's a bummer it's a real bummer um dude's got superstar written all over mm -hmm. him he could be anybody's top champ and and the fact that that he's not doing anything in WWE is 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 a, is a huge bummer you know guys like him alistair now seemingly keith lee we don't know where he's at yeah um it's 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 a bummer that all these immensely talented people go to WB, you know, try to f live out their dreams, and, and and get there, and then just they don't do anything with them. Mm -hmm. It's a bummer. Yeah, and Gareth is right. Uh, he put on bangers with Mysterio mm -hmm. like week after week, mm -hmm. and then they just, just just petered out. Yep, they put him that tag team with Garza, and at first it started pro you know it was promising mm -hmm. at first, and then just you know like a certain point into it, it seems like. The you know that would be decided. Uh, we don't know what to do with these guys, so we won't really do anything with them. Like Garz is mm -hmm. a super talented dude as well. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a head scratcher, mm -hmm. and it's it's a bummer. You, you just hope that at some point, you know, either he gets his release, he waits out his contract, and he can go out there and 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 find an opportunity for him, and and show the world what he's got because he's got a lot. He's got a lot off. Mm -hmm. uh, How old is he? Uh, I think he's thirty-one. 30, yeah, he's got a whole he's decade got, plus ahead. Yeah, of him. he's got twenty years left in his career. Um, so, uh, let's, let's jump over to NXT, mm -hmm. uh, two major developments. First and foremost, let's talk Walter. Walter's pretty much best wrestler in the world. He's got the best chops, best power bomb. Uh, him showing up in NXT has been teased for weeks. It's great to see him, uh, mm -hmm. chop the hell out of Tommaso Ciampa, power bomb the hell out of him. Uh, you got to assume this is a match for one of the two takeover, uh, days coming up in about three weeks time. Mm -hmm. Uh, did this pop you as much as that popped me? Because Walter is great. Oh, yeah. I love Walter. Walter is one of my favorite wrestlers, period, in the world. Like, he he's just got, well, obviously, you already said the massive chops. He's got he's got this, he's got, I, I can't get over the fact that he, he looks like a somehow bigger Alex C, and that always pops me every time <laughs> I look at him. Um, so, uh, and he's just so versatile. He finishes matches off with a bunch of different moves. Mm -hmm, he doesn't mm -hmm. just stick to the same basic move set. He's like, it's like he was made for me because he's just a big guy, super athletic, um, intense look. Oh, and my girlfriend loves him because he uh, owns a boxer and that's her favorite type of dog. So oh, that's a plus too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's very cool. So that's good to see Walter back here. Of course, I'm sure, you know, they were, they were supposed to do Finn, I think, versus Walter. One of the NXT UK takeovers, obviously, uh, pandemic mm -hmm. kept that from happening. Um, it's great to see Walter here in NXT. He's always been fairly uh, upfront about saying he doesn't want to come over to NXT Prime full time because he, he yeah. doesn't want to live in the States. Um, mm -hmm. So who I would assume he's just going to be here till takeover and yeah. then go back to, to NXT UK. Mm -hmm. But... 
you know, uh, Imperium has been saying for weeks, hey, essentially the band is getting back together. Um, you know, especially with Finn there, uh, Cross there, uh, Chomp, of course, Gargano, just all the dream match scenarios for Walter and NXT. It's hard for me not to, 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 to think of a day when Walter could come to NXT full time, hold the NXT title on a Bruno-esque run. Um, mm-hmm. And just chop everybody. That sounds like that sounds like it'd be such a, a an awesome scenario. Sadly, it probably won't happen. Uh, we'll just be happy mm-hmm. with Alter, with Walter in NXT for about three more weeks. Um, and then, of course, uh, two other things uh, we can mention at the top here. Uh, one, Io Shirai uh, getting on Raquel Gonzalez oh, about yeah. that title match, getting a contract, just like shoving mm-hmm. it right at her, telling <laughs> her to sign it, and that causing a bit of a rift between. Uh, Raquel mm-hmm. and Dakota Kai, their backstage segment. Um, you know, this like Steve and I have been thinking for basically months that at any moment now, Raquel and Dakota, their their tag team's going to break up. They're going to have their feud. Uh, last night, it was kind of the first real uh, hard evidence that we saw that there could be a problem on the horizon between the two of them. Uh, how that plays out, I don't know because I thought it was going to play out several different ways thus far, mm-hmm. and it hasn't. Uh, and let's also talk uh, NXT taking a, a page from SmackDown's playbook of late. Uh, future opponents teaming up to go after tag titles. We're seeing that as SmackDown with Sasha and Bianca mm-hmm. Belair going after the women's tag titles last night. Uh, Finn Balor, who I love that Finn is like scared of no man. Like most people say, oh, no. it's like Finn and Santos are the two guys that don't like, uh, you know, like shaking their <laughs> boots with the prospect of carrying cross staring them down. Uh, Santos was actively trying to to romance Scarlett. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he he really didn't care about no, Cross. He did not. And Finn was like, "Yeah, come on out. What took you so long?" Uh, yeah. So Cross comes out. They have a bit of back and forth to open the show. Uh, mm-hmm. In the process of that, Lork and the Birch come out, uh, and then Scarlett is is you know she's into the tarot cards has has been established by the variety of video packages for carrying Cross. Mm-hmm. She says, "Hey, it's in the cards." Uh, the two of you are going to be draped in gold. You're both going to be champions. And, of course, they're like, they're like what, you, what the heck are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And then uh, she manages to talk uh, 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 Oni and Birch into putting up the tag titles against Finn and Cross. Um, <laughs> she, didn't have to, she didn't have to talk much into uh, Danny Birch. He was, he was with it from the beginning. He was like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, well, I'm not a coward. She brought coward and is like, okay, it's sure. It's like his, his, his switch was flipped. Yeah, it's like he was Biff Tannen. You call him me chicken? <laughs> <laughs> or Marty McFly, exactly. sorry, Marty McFly. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So that was the main event of the show. Uh, didn't work out for either party. Unfortunately, it looked like Danny Birch got hurt. Uh, yeah, that was Early rough. in the match. Early in the match. And then mm-hmm. uh, uh, down the stretch, uh, Finn accidentally drop-kicked Oni into Scarlet. That set off Karrion Cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, he beat the shit out of everybody. Um, looking pretty dominant to close the show, but we can just dive right into it. Let's uh, go ahead. Let's go ahead. Uh, as I mentioned, Finn Balor opened the show, show with a promo. He comes out and says, I'm still champion. I've beaten Kyle O'Reilly, Peter Dune, Adam Cole, and mm-hmm. now one man remains. Karrion Cross. I've been waiting for you, and at TakeOver, your time is up. This brings Karrion and Scarlet out. Cross mm-hmm. says the situation was never going to happen until they each settled their individual separate affairs. Now it's them one-on-one. Uh, the NXT universe needs to know who the real champ is around here. Mm-hmm. Finn needs to know it. Karrion needs to know it. Whole world needs to know it. Mm-hmm. And Finn says everyone wants to be champ until the real champ walks into the room. Into the room. Tells Cross uh, he walks and talks like a champ. The problem is I'm the champ. 
cross. We don't have to wait. You don't have to. You don't have what it takes to walk in the main event and beat him. And then the cross is something like, "Oh, I'm going to squeeze all the oxygen out of you, yeah. choke you out." And this next line I thought was pretty good. And I th- Finn says, "The uh, cross, you're going to know how it feels to walk in the main event of, of Takeover and choke." And that's when Scarlet says, "I've seen it in the cards. This right here, two champs, both draped in gold, the world in awe. It all happens for a mm-hmm. reason." And almost by magic. <laughs> Oni and Danny Birch she, walk out. She just summons the, uh, exactly. the tag team champions. Exactly. It's like it's like raw gate. Just get them out of here. <laughs> like, I was like, uh, how are they both going to get draped in gold? Oh, the tag champ. That's tag the champs. other gold we yes. have. Let's get them out here. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Birch is like, hey, you're all just full of words. Uh, Oni's like, hey, Ben, uh, Ben, Finn, you should be facing Peter Dune for the NXT title. Uh, we know that Peter Dune can beat Finn. We know Peter Dune can beat Karrion Cross. Uh, sooner or later, mm-hmm. he'll be champ. And that's when Scarlet's like, hey, there are moments in time that leads us to an inevitable future uh, where the two of them put their tag tiles in line against Finn and Carrion. And then she gets out of the ring, walks towards him, tells him they're confident. They know mm-hmm. what they want. They both know what they bring to the table. And they wouldn't stand the word coward being associated with their name. And that's when Bert's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, sure, we're not cowards. We'll put them on the line. <laughs> yeah, it was. she's just like, rubbing up all on them trying to seduce them you know being being scarlet and i just i couldn't get enough of birch during that only lorkin's just being stoic as usual yeah and birch is just like i'm listening uh-huh yeah yeah we'll do that yeah let's yeah. put the titles on the line tonight yeah, yeah. <laughs> the angie's list you know and trust is now angie and we're so much more than just a list we still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. And then Scarlett tells Finn, like off just using, uh, I think it's just with camera audio, telling Finn that every moment happens for a reason. He can't mm-hmm. change fate. Mm-hmm. And our first match of the night, Dexter Loomis versus Austin Theory. I could I could hear Mod Chat thirsting over Loomis, just even though I wasn't even with them. I wasn't <laughs> even live listening, and I could hear it. Um, it was a really good match. It was. Like, it was. Like this, they've been building to this for uh, quite a while. Um, but before... Uh, before Theory came out, he was in the back talking on an iPad with mm-hmm. John. 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 Uh, and they're saying very conveniently that Theory needs to uh, face this challenge alone. Uh, and he, he rocks on out there. And the match begins, uh, immediately spilled to the outside and cut to commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, picture in picture. And when, by the time we come back, Theory has gained the upper hand. Uh, and he, he's got him in like a, in a cradle position and screams, we were friends and then fall away slam. Uh, but Loomis then grabs him into a submission attempt. Uh, theory gets out of that quickly going to a, oh yeah, he does the, the rolling through the rope springboard move, mm-hmm. uh, and gets caught with a spine buster and theory was popping me this whole match Yeah, he was because, great. uh, halfway through the spine buster he goes i'm sorry <laughs> and uh uh let's see loomis then rebounds suplexes him off the top rope uh he uh loomis goes up to the top theory moves out of the way and then loomis stares at at theory 
the way he does to most of his opponents. But Theory is unfazed and just running forearm. Oh, Dexum. Straight through gullet. Dexum. Mm-hmm. Stiff. Uh, Theory hits a neckbreaker for two. They trade blows before Loomis takes down Theory with a clothesline. Then Dexter goes to help Theory up, extends extends the offer. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to be back together. I'm, I apologize for beating you up this entire match and putting you through psychological torture. I offer you a hand now, and it's going to make up for everything. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Theory refuses at first, and then he convinces himself immediately. Mm-hmm. He's just like, no, I want to be friends with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. They say in uh, the two, yeah, he's, yeah he's, they, they get up, they hug, and then Loomis just puts the the submission onto Theory. Theory goes, I shouldn't have trusted you. Uh, this is, uh, he gets him up on his shoulders. Loomis, you are not the way. And Loomis reverses it into a massive side effect into the finish for yeah. the win. Yep. Yeah, Theory passes mm-hmm. out. It was good. The Austin Theory was great. You know, like you could mm-hmm. see, since the. Just mentally, the back and forth he was going through between listening to mm-hmm. John and and still holding out hope that Lubus was his friend, and, mm-hmm. and and whatever the the therapist told him uh, was not mm-hmm. the truth. Uh, turns out in the end, at least now, Lubus doesn't really want to be friends. Yeah, no, he no. just wants a win. He just wants a W. Uh, mm-hmm. After that, we get Mackenzie. She's outside Regal's office looking uh, for a word from uh, Regal about the tag title match. That was seemingly booked in the beginning of the show. Ciampa walks up. This was kind of confusing. So mm-hmm. he's talking about Thatcher wasn't there. He mm-hmm. says, hey, Mackenzie, go find Eichner and Bartell. Ask them if they've seen Wolf lately. I bet their answer is going to be no. The implication, I guess, is that Ciampa beat him up. Uh, it says, hey, then tell, uh, tell them by the end of the night, only one of them is going to be left standing in that ring. And at that moment, uh, I think he's talking about Bartell, is going to know that his mm-hmm. time is up, that they messed up. Uh, mm-hmm. And then later on, during uh, Ciampa's match against Bartel, they were making the case that uh, maybe Thatcher was beat up in advance, and that's yeah. why he wasn't there. I'm like, I mean, maybe... Where'd this come from? Yeah, Thatcher just... Ciampa just said he wasn't there. He didn't say why. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. <laughs> commentary, and we'll get to that when, that when that match comes, but commentary had a lot of speculation on where, on where Thatcher was. <laughs> they did. That they did. Um that they did. Next, we had an Adam Cole promo. He says, mm-hmm. last week, Kyle O'Reilly made the biggest mistake of his life. Before last week, he wasn't mad at Kyle O'Reilly. He just didn't need him anymore. Mm-hmm. And, but then he decided to cost uh, Adam Cole the NXT title. Kyle O'Reilly knows deep down in his heart that he's jealous of Cole because he'll never be as successful as him. So congrats, Kyle O'Reilly. You just wrote your own death warrant. And he says, I don't care if Kyle O'Reilly is cleared or not. He's not leaving So Kyle O'Reilly gets out in this ring and they finish this once for all instead William Regal comes out says mm-hmm. O'Reilly wasn't cleared last week he suffered further damage to his neck due to their altercation now he's going to be out even longer he's not in the William building Re- William Regal is so done with this storyline oh my gosh like he 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 didn't make like any sort of dramatic interest he just like the speed walked out to the it's like you two are going on way too long you've injured him even further and like we're going to settle this when he comes back. Like that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that bit with the cops <laughs> later on where he's literally walking back. Oh, yeah. He's just, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> gosh, just beside himself. Just so frustrated. It's great. Stand these two. It's great. Um, it's it's a long-term does, story with Adam Cole, especially. He just can't, can't stand Adam Cole. Oh yeah. Um, Regal gets interrupted with the most Matt chat question of Matt chat questions so ever. Sleepy from, Kyle from O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly. 
it was <laughs> that was not a good that was not a good promo <laughs> it wasn't the best it was a little too sleepy it was it seemed like he was mm-hmm. just in his car he just woke up from a nap mm-hmm. um, it seemed like uh it seemed like he was doing it through tout that's what yeah. it felt like yeah he's doing old tout <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so O'Reilly says, uh, "Hey, I'm not in the building because of safety concerns. Your safety, Adam. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure we'll hash things out sooner or later. Find it hilarious how upset you'd be over losing the title." Uh, O'Reilly says he's a patient guy, but when it comes to Adam, he can't wait and he won't rest mm-hmm. till he ends him. Cole tried to end his career. He says, "Hey, Adam, I know where you live, where you hang out, where you buy your video games. I don't mm-hmm. know what I have to be, what I have, what I have to do." But I know I have to do it. And yes, that is a threat. Mm-hmm. And then Cole tells Regal, hey, uh, that I got to find Kyle. Uh, or sorry, <laughs> file, uh, Kyle can't find it hurt me if I find Kyle first. Yeah. Then he and Regal do that awkward walk out in the same direction thing after they've said goodbye. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, they couldn't have cut away from this? <laughs> <laughs> Live television, mm-hmm. man. You got to do it on the fly. Mm-hmm. You got to do it on the fly. Mm-hmm. Then uh, the after that we got a recap of the new women tag championships, um, you know, going through what happened last week with the whole giving it to uh, <clears throat> Raquel and Dakota, and then they lose it. And then they had an interview. Uh, Shotzi was saying she was happy that she won in front of her dad. Uh, Ember is happy to represent a whole division, and then uh, oh god, why am I blanking? I didn't write their name down. Uh, oh, Robert Stonebrand. Yeah, they came up and issued a challenge, and Shotzi and Ember ex- <laughs> accepted it. And it's punctuated with Ember saying, "Your suit sucks." Yeah, which which the uh, Robert Stonebrand, Aaliyah, and and Jesse Kamea were were, were mm-hmm. shocked that oh. Ember had the temerity to insult oh. Robert Stone's suit, which looked pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. After that, J- Jordan Devlin rolls up to the Capital Wrestling Center in surely a rented vehicle. Uh, and then uh, we go to commercial, we come back, Legado Del Fantasma, mm-hmm. Raul Mendoza, Joaquin Wilde taking on Breezango. Uh, these guys have, all four of them have a bit of a history. Uh, but you knew at the end of the day, this is all a setup for Jordan Devlin to come out. That did happen after Breezango, or sorry, uh, mm-hmm. Legado Del Fantasma got the wind over Breezango after hitting their finish. It was a fun match. It um, was. And then uh, this was great. So Santos grabs one of the headsets at commentary. Mm-hmm. And and talks about how NXT belongs to Legato. He's like, hey, I want to know where this Devlin guy is at. I'm the one true cruiserweight champion. I hear a lot about this Devlin guy, though, but where is he? So this brings mm-hmm. out Jordan Devlin. Uh, mm-hmm. So he gets in the ring. Santos stands on the announce table, and he's got Raul and Joaquin Wilde kind of like between himself and the ring. Uh, Devlin tells Santos he's been running around for a year claiming to be the cruiserweight champ, but he's not. He tells Santos to take a good long look at what's in the ring because what you see is what a real champion looks like. He uh, he uh, he doesn't need to come and jump from behind. He called mm-hmm. him out in front of the whole world, and he didn't need two little stooges to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raul and uh, Joaquin get upset by this. They start walking towards the ring. Santos says, no, stop, I got this. So Santos gets off the announce table, gets in the ring. Uh, Devlin says Santos has been telling everyone that he's the king of the vision. Well, the ace is back in town. Santos can take that replica title he's got there. That's got to be shaded at, at impact. Um, <laughs> toss it in the trash because real cruiserweight champ is back. And Santos is like, oh, filling in. Uh, I've redefined what it means to be a cruiserweight. I made history as a cruiserweight champ and uh, proven it time and after time after time. You know why you still have that title? Because everyone forgot you had it in the first place. So mm-hmm. wrap up your business in the United Kingdom. Of course, he's got a match against Trent Seven uh, today 
on NXT UK, which I'm really looking forward to. Uh, mm-hmm. And challenges to a match at TakeOver, and they'll settle it once and for all. Devlin headbutt Santos, does the ripcord Sido suplex and leave, and Santos is bleeding from the mouth. That was a, that was a, that was a stiff headbutt. It was. It was. Did you see that still image that uh, I forget who posted it in mod chat? Where it looks like looks like Escobar just immediately started crying. Oh no! <laughs> Did not it was a really that. good picture. That's crazy. I'll check that out. Um, is it just me or like? Does it feel like NXT is running a lot of similar, very similar storylines of I'm real champ, you're not real champ? Because yeah. you got that a little bit with Finn and Cross. Yep. You got that a lot here. Yep. And somewhat with the women's tag division. I've been telling Steve for a while that I feel like NXT, and it's getting a little bit better these days, but for the longest mm-hmm. time, NXT has an issue with too many of the same kind of characters, too many mm-hmm. uh, uh, tough badasses. Mm-hmm. Um, and not a whole lot of variation in terms of, of motivations or characteristics or personalities. They've gotten a bit better about mm-hmm. that of late. I mean, you got Gargano doing the heel turn, and he's been hilarious. And, mm-hmm. and and Loomis isn't exactly just, hey, I'm a tough, badass type guy. You know, but for the most part, that's what Karrion Cross is. For the most mm-hmm. part, that's, that's what, what Finn, Finn is. Balor is. For the most that's part, what Cole. that's what Cole and Ciampa. He done. Yeah, there's variations, but at the core, they're all tough, badass guys, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and when NXT narratively gets stale, I think it's because that's primarily the issue because there's not a whole lot of differentiation at the core between mm-hmm. so many other characters. Yeah, there's some differences, but you know, you got one badass wrestler against one, uh, badass wrestler and it's like, okay, here's a couple of badass, uh, wrestlers who are going to fight and the matches are always great, but yeah, of course, from a storyline perspective, sometimes it just, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't feel that exciting. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's like we're more invested in what uh, Cameron Grimes is doing over like even the main title scene. Yeah. And that was the that was the next segment was uh, Cameron Grimes. They're like, oh, he's not here either, but he's off vacationing with all his money. Yeah. And a bunch of a bunch of Photoshops oh, that look like I did it. Terrible. <laughs> well, no, these these were... You could do much better Photoshops than this. <laughs> the, the, the one he did to Damian Priest holding the donut was great. This is like... This was like the most... like the, Intentionally, I mean, it's done for the sake of the humor. Yes, of course. Like the laziest, crappiest Photoshops I've seen in a long time. They mm. didn't try matching up the lighting between... Grimes and whatever they put his face on, it was just bad, 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 but intentionally bad. One thing they did have mm. before that is they announced uh, oh yeah, Saray 
that she's coming to NXT. I think they they signed her a while ago, and and now she's finally apparently on the verge of making her debut. So that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Oh no worries. Um, and then we got uh, Zoe Stark versus Dakota Kai. Uh, Dakota mm-hmm. Kai finally picking up a win here uh, for a while. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez has been the obvious uh, uh, more dominant member of their team. Um, by and large, whenever Dakota Kai gets tagged into a tag match, if her team had advantage, she would give up advantage. Um, so it's good. I mean, Zoe Stark in her handful of matches she's had at NXT has really impressed. She's damn good. Um, and she's going to be going places pretty soon. Um, but Kai... Yeah, this, this, this match was... This match was... Like, I, I wasn't expecting anything out of it. Like, I was expecting just a traditional NXT match. Mm-hmm. I was... I really enjoyed this match. Mm-hmm. Um... And like I told you, uh, pre pre show, this was when you know the the effects started kicking in. So this is when my notes get a little looser. Um, and at one point, I just <laughs> I just wrote great match, seven point seven out of nine floor chickens. That's what I rated the match. Wow, high praise, <laughs> high praise, high praise. I don't know why I did out of nine instead of out of ten. <laughs> I don't know, but that's that's high praise nonetheless. So, a lot of floor chickens. A lot of floor chickens. So uh, Dakota gets the, gets the win with a, a draping go-to-kick um, after uh, so Zoe goes up top. Dakota Kai hits her with the enziguri. Draping go-to-kick mm-hmm. to get the win. So then uh, Zoe starts in the corner kind of recovering, and Raquel and Dakota kind of step up to her. And then Io walks out. She's got contract in hand, walks up to Raquel and just shoves it at her, like right in her chest. <laughs> Completely no sells Dakota yeah, too. Just, just cold shoulder, walk right yep. by her. Uh, she tells uh, Raquel, "I want the match," and then she mm-hmm. helps up Stark and helps her up the ramp. Um, you can tell her right there that we're gonna get a tag match between the four of them next week, and that was confirmed later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get a brief uh, interview <laughs> with William Regal. He's about to answer a question about the cruiserweight title. Mm-hmm. No, he's told something happened with Adam Cole. Off they go. We go to commercial. <laughs> Uh, Steve, I've got to go deal with these two idiots I know, again. Like, <laughs> always with you. Why is it always you two? I know. <laughs> uh, next, we got a grizzled young veterans promo. Uh, it's just them talking trash about MSK. Mm-hmm. Drake's like, "Hey, you guys don't realize consequences. Consequences of your actions. You soon will enough. You will soon enough. Sorry." Mm-hmm. Uh, Gibson says the stunt you pulled last week go down as the biggest mistake of your careers. Uh, he says what they did to his hand, it's all bandaged up and stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll not go without a receipt. Grizzly young veteran, soon to be recognized, so on and so forth. Uh, they even said they were simping for Fandango. They did. <laughs> way out MSK of line. was doing that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we got Marcel Bartel versus Tommaso Ciampa. So Ciampa sneak attacks uh, Eichner, who comes out with Bartel before the match begins. He hops to the barricade, blasts him, tosses him over. Uh, puts Bartel in the ring. Match begins. Uh, Bartel's kind of working over Champa's neck, throat. Um, and at one point, though, Champa turns tables, looking for Willow's belt. Eichner grabs Bartel's ankles, so Champa can't drop him. Uh, Champa then turns attention to Eichner, fends him off, gives Bartel time to recover, boots him, hits a drop kick, goes for running knee. However, Champa catches that, hits a knee of his own. German suplex. Willow's bell gets the win. Then, oh my gosh, Walter is here. Mm-hmm. He comes walking down the ring, and at first he's like down the floor, and and he looks to Bartel and Eichner, and just kind of goes, like chill, hold mm-hmm. back. And so he's just kind of doing a stare down with Champa, and then Eichner and Bartel attack Champa from behind. He turns around to a massive Walter chop, huge, huge, thunderous, 
And then uh, Walter hits him with a power bomb, and then Imperium does their pose over Ciampa. This should be a hell of a match. It's good they're giving something Ciampa weighty uh, to do at TakeOver, and I guess at that juncture we will see where Tim Thatcher's true uh, 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 loyalty lies, whether it was with uh, Tommaso Ciampa or if it's with Imperium. Mm -hmm. Did did it bug you as much as it bugged me that commentary didn't seem to make a big deal out of Walter being here? They're yeah, just kind of like, oh, Walter's back on American soil. Yeah, they should have lost that's, their shit because I was. That's neat. <laughs> yeah, I even had it spoiled um, for me, but I still was marking out because Walter's the best. Yeah, yeah, I was I was freaking out. I was like, why is this not a big deal? Did I miss something last week? Like, why are they just kind of, this is the normal thing? Mm-hmm. But mm. Yeah, I know. I know. They kind of oh. underplayed it a bit. Although they did mention that he, he did have that NXT. He, had, he does have. He has had that NXT UK title for 712 true. days or something like that. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's maybe it's, it's one of those situations where if there was a full crowd there that mm-hmm. could appreciate the magnitude of the moment, mm-hmm. you know, they would have relayed the importance of it more than commentary would have. I don't know. I think I'm just used to Nigel freaking out whenever he sees Walter in any sense. Like he could just see him in the grocery store and like, there's Walter. <laughs> <laughs> He's buying a carton of milk. Over 700 days with the UK championship. <laughs> walking around with a little basket full of some groceries. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then uh, we get go back to Regal. He's rushing out into the parking lot. Kyle O'Reilly is getting put into the back of a cop car. Uh, a couple car lengths ahead, Adam Cole, he's cuffed too. And he's yelling at Kyle O'Reilly that he's going to pay. And he's 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 snitching mm-hmm. to Regal that Kyle O'Reilly was trying to run him off the road. And the cop's like, and Adam Cole is cussing up a storm here. Yeah. Bleeping out everything. Um and and cops like telling Adam Cole to settle down. He's like, I'm not gonna fucking settle down. <laughs> um, and Regal just he'll go to try to talk to Adam Cole. Adam Cole <laughs> scream. He'll go. Oh. I'll go talk to O'Reilly. <laughs> <laughs> and like he's standing between these two cop cars. He just shrugs. He puts his hands up in the mm. air. Ugh. <laughs> he's just he's so he's just so just finished with these two. So, I will say uh, props to the police for wearing masks. That's true. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, both of them, and they over the nose and everything. That's good. That's good, good job, whatever uh, Orlando good. PD, I guess. Orange County uh, Sheriff's or whoever was uh, mm-hmm. whose jurisdiction that was. Mm-hmm. So let's just skip ahead to this. So later on, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was McKenzie uh, meets them in the parking lot mm-hmm. and uh, asks, what are you going to do about this? And he says, you know, they're out of control. Assuming the, co- the cops drop charges, He's going to demand that Cole and O'Reilly show up at the Capitol Wrestling Center next week because nothing's going to stop them from destroying each other, and he thinks he has a solution to their situation. What is this solution mm-hmm. going to be? Um, well, traditional re- regal logic is going to be a War Games match. Um, but yeah, as we know, um, Kyle can't perform. That's in kayfabe, and I think also, is that also like a shoot, like he can't perform, or is that just kayfabe? I think it's just kayfabe. I think they're selling the, mm-hmm. the effects. Of I know, I know he had like, what, elbow bursitis or something like that recently? Oh, that the, the fluid on his elbow? Yeah. Yeah, that could be. I don't know if that's going to keep him out of action. Though. Um, But let's see. I think War Games is out of the uh, out of the picture because there's not enough, no, there's not enough people um, going at, oh, I like White Brownie's suggestion of hair versus hair death match. <laughs> <laughs> See Adam Cole with um, no hair then. One v one Uno. That's another that's good, good one from Alex C. That's good. That's good. Some connect four maybe or Stratego. Connect <laughs> four. Uh, just a nice game of uh, how about just trivia? Like we were talking in the pre-show. There we go. Just who knows more? There we go. We'll do uh, some Ring of Honor history trivia. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. Here's the thing. Part of me mm -hmm. thinks that they want to go for Gargano Champa type levels of intensity yeah. and length for this feud. Right now, I don't know if it has it, but that could all change with like one really great match. Yeah. So if they want a series of matches to really put over Kyle O'Reilly as, you know, a, a main eventer, at the end, it whether it's at this takeover or two takeovers down the line, you got to think a loser leaves NXT match. Probably. That's. I mean, uh, Cole's been there long enough. Yep. He needs some uh, somewhere new. Um, I saw some Asian Merce said loser goes to ROH. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you you got to think Kyle comes out on top mm -hmm. in this feud mm -hmm. because like it it helps Cole none yeah. to win this. Oh, this Pat McAfee on a pole match, no oh, one wow. gets him down. Match never ends. The match just never ends. Um, mm -hmm. th yeah, this whole storyline is to build Kyle O'Reilly into a into a main eventer. Oh yeah, that's absolutely. what this is all about. So yes, uh, what, yeah, not to say O'Reilly doesn't lose a match here or there, but he's coming out ahead of this feud, and if he's the one mm -hmm. that sends Adam Cole packing out of NXT. <laughs> Uh, he'll get a face pop from at least William Regal for that. Oh yeah. So uh, I mean, it's only apropos at this point, like yeah. that. That one of the undisputed era sends uh, Cole out of his out of NXT. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, next, L.A. Knight. He's in LA the locker Knight. room. Uh, he tosses, he, he takes a drink of like a gallon of water. Puts mm -hmm. the lid on, just throws it in his locker. I'm like, <laughs> aren't you worried about that spilling all over the place? L.A. night. No, he just finished it. Well, I guess. I thought there was like He's a little bit He's going out left. there with a full bladder. Oh, gosh. Brave move, L.A. night. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, <laughs> I think he does it just so he can, like, go through the matches fast. So he uh, just gets quick victories because he's just really got to piss that the That could time. be. Or his new finisher is uh, Micturation. <laughs> Micturation. I'm going to pee on you, dummy. I piss excellence, dummy. <laughs> yeah. That's just a fact of life. So uh, Just a fact of life. He's walking out of the locker room. There's a cameraman. He's like, oh, everybody wants to hear what L.A. Knight has to say. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody's talking about what's about to go down. They're talking about L.A. Knight coming down the rink. We're about to find out why commentary has called me a megastar, dummy. Yeah. It's not as good as Steve. Andre, you agree? Talks to Andre's oh, poster yeah. for a second. That's right. You see Bronson Reed in the background just walk. Into the into the locker room, that would pay off in a moment because the mm -hmm. next match was in fact L A Knight versus Austin Gray. Uh, mm -hmm. L A Knight has this match well in hand till Bronson Reed shows up on stage with L A Knight's blue leather jacket, and he starts to put it on. <laughs> One seat rips on. over here, and L A Knight in the ring is like, "That's my jacket. That's way too small for you. <laughs> That's not going to fit you. You can't put that on, W. You can't put that on." And so he puts the other sleeve on. And he does this, and both the sleeves just, just rip off. Disintegrates. Yeah. And so he starts to take it off, and he's got, like, one of the sleeves stuck on his giant arm. And he mm -hmm. tosses, like, the, the, the body of it on the on the ground and starts stomping on it. Stomping on it. And then August Gray tries to roll up L.A. Knight uh -huh. from behind. Uh, How great would it have been? If he lost his debut, <laughs> I thought for a second they were going for that. 
but obviously they they want to do something good with him, so they're not going to yeah. have him lose. Nah. Uh, but but good show for is it is it Austin Gray or August Gray? I think the commentary was I think switching between the two. August, because I think when they first because this in Evolve he was Anthony Green, I think, and so when he mm-hmm. first they first renamed him, I thought it was Austin, but now I think it's August, or maybe it's the other way around. Because it's yeah, like you, mm-hmm. I've heard him refer to him as by both mm-hmm. names. Well, anyway, Gray actually gets the upper hand, mm-hmm. and you know he does a few moves to L.A. Knight. Goes for um, oh, what what was his? They they said the name of his finish, uh, where he's like running on the top rope and does a oh he does like does the, the, the the cross body type thing. He was going for mm-hmm. the cross body off the top, yeah, yeah. Um, but then L.A. Knight gets out of the way and hits. Hits August Gray with like a it wasn't a headlock driver it was like a it was like a cravat driver yeah almost. he has his headlight here it's kind of similar to mm-hmm. what Mox's old finish was in WWE yeah mm-hmm. which I'm not still not sure except he had I think Mox had their head down here as opposed to up there. yeah but yeah cravat it's, driver uh, is kind of I don't how do you, what do you think of that finish I mean he's dropping a dude right on the top of his head so I can see That's why true. that would hurt it's very effective. And it's different it than anybody else pretty. is doing. No, I can see how that could be kind of clumsy looking, especially if the 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 timing on it's not quite right. You think you could hit that on somebody out of nowhere, or does that need the setup? Oh God, because if you try to do that while somebody's diving, they're just diving straight on their head. You can't do that. No, you can't, you can't do that. You can't hit that you out of nowhere. That. Well, I mean, you could you could do a thing where there's like a little chain wrestling bit in the ring. Yeah. And you're in a position, yeah. maybe someone has a waist lock, and you could just kind of, mm-hmm. you're like Adam Cole, where he smacks your hands, grabs the head, bang right into it. You could maybe do it that mm-hmm. way, but you're not going to get like that a, way. you're not going to get like an RKO type situation. Yeah, definitely not that. Mm-hmm. Um, so LA Knight, LA Knight gets the win. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. uh, you got to imagine Bronson Reed versus LA Knight. It's probably coming up a takeover mm-hmm. here in a, in a matter of weeks. Uh, after that, we're back in the locker room. Raquel Gonzalez doing an interview. She says EO made a huge mistake handing her that contract. Once uh, she says, "Once I put pen to paper, EO's title reign has an expiration date." Dakota Kai walks in, and uh, she's like, "Yeah, I just talked to Regal next week. It's the two of us against uh, EO and Zoe Stark." And Raquel is like, "Hold up, now I have contract. I can face EO whenever. <laughs> like, why do I need this?" Mm-hmm. And Dakota says, "No, I need this for me." We just had two back-to-back losses as a team. I, we need to remind everybody who runs this division. And Raquel's like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense. Fine, I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. I can, I can, I can cash this in at any point I want. Exactly. Kind of an unofficial money in the bank. Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we get a, a quick Zia Lee Boa video package. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess the key takeaway from this was resistance will not be tolerated. Obstacles will be removed. That was kind of the punctuation at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mentioned the Regal parking lot interview, and that brings us to our main event. Main event for the tag titles: Karrion Cross, Finn Balor versus your champions, Oni Lorcan, Danny Burch. Yeah, and they got—it's their title match, and they got a jobber entrance. I was not a fan of that. I know. I thought I fast forward through but, it accidentally. Um, no, it was just Cross. Cross comes out, um, and God, I. This is something that Maggie and I talk about all the time. We. Much like Steve, we just can't get behind Cross mainly because of his look. Maggie and I hold the hold the thing that he hold the same thought that uh he just looks like some random dude we find in a Georgia gas station. Oh, like we can just see him with like a with like a, a trucker hat and like you know some sort of camo on somewhere, and we just it's the goatee. It's mainly the goatee. If he either right. just goes full beard or shaves, um, we just can't for the life of us get behind him. 
But somebody we can get behind, Finn, comes out next. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, Lorcan and Birch, the Jopper entrance, that's not fun whatsoever. The disrespect of the tag champions yeah. is thick. Mm -hmm. It is. Um, and the way it starts out is just uh, Cross is manhandling Lorcan. Lorcan tags Birch in. Uh, Cross runs through him, too. Cinches in a big bear hug. Uh, Cross goes for the suplex when Lorcan comes in to interfere, uh, stopping that momentum. And then Cross suplexes them both mm -hmm. and drops Birch right on the top of his head. Mm -hmm. And that looked terrible. The ref had to like buy time and it cuts to commercial. Mm -hmm. uh, I got the picture in picture and it said, or not it said, uh, it showed that the ref actually kind of had to help Birch over to the corner just a little bit just like get him up and kind of yeah. push him over there for the tag um i saw somewhere that he separated his shoulder yeah i heard that too which if that's all he had out of that like because it looked like he was gonna have like some sort of neck problem which was terrifying yeah but but regardless he uh separated shoulder he's out for the rest of the match mm -hmm. um finn tags in he actually he actually kind of gives some words to cross after that bad bump uh, Rhett, let's see, where's no sign of Birch? Birch is just off on his own. You see, he's getting checked out by doctors later. Finn drop kicks Birch, uh, excuse me, not Birch, drop kicks Lorkin, uh, slaps on an arm stretch. Lorkin gains control over Finn, standard suplex for a two count. Uh, then we see the doctor bit, he's definitely hurt. Mm -hmm. Lorkin is screaming how he's the greatest tag team champion, and he has Balor in his grasp, has all the momentum in the world, and then Balor reverses with a jawbreaker and a Pele kick. Balor goes for the hot tag, but before he can get that, Lorcan knocks Cross off of the re off of the ring. Balor gets uh, gets control of the match again, knocks Lorcan out, hits the sling blade on the outside, and then Finn drop kicks Lorcan into Scarlet, which is which kicks off our finish. Uh, Cross thinks Finn did it, or regardless, Cross is not happy snaps attacks balor lorkin hits the running uppercut for the win the tag champions retain and then cross hits his finish on lorkin after the match is over and chokes out balor scarlet stops cross before picking balor back up and then cross running forearm mm -hmm. scarlet says everything happens for a reason you can't escape fate and then we get the logo so let me ask you was this all a setup for for cross to lay out balor or were there did she really see it in the cards that they were going to be tag champs um, I... Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. I was, I don't know. I was thinking, because she said two champions draped in gold. Mm -hmm. That doesn't necessarily have to mean Cross and Balor. That's true. Maybe we get some sort of interference uh, during their match, or not maybe after the match. Uh, maybe that's where she was reading it wrong or whatever, or this could have mm -hmm. just been a big setup where maybe Walter comes in and interferes with Finn, and then they get their match at the next takeover or, or uh, at NXT proper at some point while walter's still in the states yeah but 
it, it could have it could have just easily been explained as it was just a setup and she yeah, was lying. That's that's how I gathered it too because mm-hmm. with her because I was wondering about that if they're gonna make that a story thing where she you know it has this prognostication that they're gonna be tag champs much like you know it's it's been his thing for you know forever that he's gonna be the champion mm-hmm. and then you know if this uh, uh, prognostication doesn't come true that puts a doubt other ones you know. But, you know, when she comes down and lean next to Finn and says, hey, you can't escape fate, the idea, I guess, in my mind was like, oh, okay, fate really is. Cross is going to destroy Finn. Everything else is in service of that. So Yeah. So, But, yes, that was NXT mm-hmm. for this week. Would you like to answer some questions? I would love to answer some Let's friendo questions. answer some friendo questions. Uh, before we get to that, PW Insider is the one that had the, the story about uh, Danny Birch perhaps separating mm-hmm. his shoulder. And that was the same injury. That's how. That's what kept the uh, carrying cross out, separated shoulder, I yep. believe. That's such a. It's such a weird injury mm-hmm. because uh, sometimes it could be a matter of like a month or two, and other times it can be much longer, just depending on how it heals back and if you get surgery or not. And the severity of, of the separation mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I mean that's what that's mm-hmm. one of the injuries that Finn had after he won the Universal Title. Is, I mean that he mm-hmm. tore his labrum, I think, too, with his shoulder, but. Mm-hmm. He also separated. Yeah. Uh, Zell, 1991, the sub. Thank you very much. Hey. Uh, um, Fat Bastard Champ Alex Foster on the Patreon. If NXT ever does uh, do its Evolve show, who could you see being featured? Oh, good question. Um, uh, I think a lot of the people they signed directly from Evolve before it folded would be obvious names. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of wonder if it's, if they at least initially they would take a similar approach to what they've done with 205 Live, where yeah, there's roster members who are t- to a certain degree exclusive to 205 Live, but they will show up on NXT from time to time, like Kurt Stallion. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously Santos, he's champion, he comes back and forth all the time. Mm-hmm. But like Kurt Stallion, August Gray, because like I wouldn't be surprised if 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 wrestlers like Tyler Rust, Leon Ruff, they're having on NXT Prime now. Mm-hmm. To get some name value behind, to get to to get uh, to establish them, so when they do NXT evolve, they can have them go over there and kind of be the cornerstones of that particular brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't know, I don't know about Leon Ruff, uh, whether he would just stay on NXT Prime or go to Evolve because I think he's already a former North American champion and all that. He's pretty well established on NXT, so I don't know if they'd bump him over to, to Evolve or not. But I can definitely see someone like Tyler Rust, um, you know, the aforementioned August Gray. You know, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people they have signed directly from Evolve. I would not be surprised if if they go there. But I don't know. I mean, until it's confirmed and announced, I don't know. Yeah, you more or less said the names I was going to say. Um, let's see. Rich. Uh, L.A. Knight drinks water from a milk jug. What else does he drink from it besides milk? That was a, that was like a water jug. It was. They yeah. sell water they in, the, in the the two gallon, gallon size, jugs. Yeah. yeah, they do. They two gallon one. Yeah, they do. They do you do. think he exclusively drinks things out of? Two in my gallon mind, jugs? he has one two gallon jug that he washes out. That he washes out twice a week. No, sorry, every two weeks. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and he drinks water from it. Just water. Just water. He might. He, no maybe, other. Yeah, just water. That's too much for a protein shake or something like that. It's just water. Okay, just water. I, in my mind, he he exclusively uses two. Yeah, anything he drinks, it has to come out of a two-gallon jug. So like uh, lemonade, sure. That's a serving sweet, for him. Yeah, yeah. Sweet tea. I wouldn't. I wouldn't imagine him getting a lot of a lot of sweet tea. But if he ever wants to treat himself, 
Two um, gallons of sweet tea, yeah. Two gallons of sweet tea. Uh, and then water and milk. Good. That's good. But all from okay. the same jug. All from... The, <laughs> in, in your world. <laughs> all from the same jug. He washes out every two weeks. Uh, Organ Grinder says, I feel like Bronson should be the heel, not LA Knight. Matt says, come and go, but that was a nice jacket. <laughs> that was a nice jacket. Also, oh, hold on. I forgot to mention this earlier. Did it, did it kind of bug you that... Uh, all of LA Knight's um, like Tron and and like graphics and everything were blue, but he's in just stark red. Yeah, it kind of does. Like he, like Bronson torped the blue jacket. I want. Yeah, yeah, it was a blue jacket. I don't know, man. It is <laughs> weird. Like, it is why weird. didn't he have blue gear? <laughs> you know what bugs me the most, probably, is that his his the name on his Tron is the old SmackDown logo. Is it really? It's the same I font as like one of the old out. SmackDown logos. I was too busy looking at his face all over the walls. Because <laughs> it's just him and the glasses, one of them slightly glasses, tilted. I know, slightly down on his nose. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Jorge D with some bits says, in honor of Steve, can the two of you try to do a conversation between L.A. Knight and Walter ordering at Del Taco? <laughs> Man. Which one do you want to take? Uh, can you do a German accent? Uh, I took German for two years, so oh, I, I hope did so. too. Okay, well, uh, if you feel comfortable trying to do the German accent, have at it. All right. Uh, sorry. So the two of them walk into Del Taco. Of course, LA Knight's going to take the lead. Uh, listen here, dummy. I'll take two number fives, Cali burrito. Wait. And uh, wait, who's paying for this? Is it you or me? You're the champion, dummy. You get the bill. It only makes sense. Uh, in that case, I will be ordering first. Uh, I will take the. Where are we again? Del Taco. Del Taco, dummy. I'll take the two yeah. chicken soft tacos. Is that all you're going to eat? And a bratwurst. You probably have one of these, don't you? L.A. Knight will take what he's got plus two more chicken soft tacos. Dummy, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and a jug of water for my friends. <laughs> there we go. I can't do a good Walter. I'm sorry. Hammond Serrano, if the two... Uh, if the two have run an investigation office, oh, if the two of you run an investigation office and you hire NXT consultants, who gets you better results? Cameron Grimes' GameStop money funding, John Gargano's uh, talking talents as a decoy, or Dexter Loomis's questionable methods? So we're, we're, we're a couple of private investigators and we got some. Uh, mm-hmm. Hmm. See, I might go with, I might go with uh, Gargano. Um, I know Grimes has the money, but John, mm-hmm. d- d- it's not like he doesn't have deep pocketbooks because he paid off the therapist. He he's That's fine using money to get what he wants. Uh, two, he evaded capture when he attacked Alistair Black for a number of weeks. Mm-hmm. That's true. So he has that. He knows. Uh, he knows about the that line of thinking. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Gargano on that. I think. Uh, just for the wild card aspect of it, uh, I'm going with Loomis. I feel like he'd get a lot of he'd get a lot of answers without asking a lot of questions. People are just gonna stare into his That's steely true. eyes, and they're That's just true. gonna reveal whatever they did. That's true. That could be. That could be. That might be the easiest way to go about it. I feel like Gargano mm-hmm. as a private detective would be funny though. <laughs> uh, Gareth, uh, Imperium beat Undisputed Era at WB Worlds Collide. Did XT miss an opportunity to revisit a feud between these dominant groups? They did, but with Walter mm-hmm. not wanting to come to the States, at least uh, you know, even more than just occasionally, it wasn't going to happen. Um, but yeah, that'd be great. That match was fantastic, especially considering mm-hmm. Alexander Wolf was knocked out like immediately, basically. 
Mm-hmm. It was such a good match. Such a great match. Uh, Brandon Mullet King Munro. Uh, when and what is Candace's first title in fantasy book the story? You know, when Raquel gets that belt, she's going to have it for a while. Do you think her and Indy go for the, the women's tag belts? Yeah, I think so. They already kind of set that up a little bit mm-hmm. when they were doing the stand ovation for Shotzi and Ember when they came backstage. Mm-hmm. The only two uh, women who weren't cheering them on were, were Candice and Indy. But I don't I don't think they're going to be hot potatoing those, those tag belts so soon after their inception. You got to think after uh, Ember and and Shotzi wrap up with this feud that just started. They're going to have another feud, and maybe they come around to mm-hmm. Indy and Candice at that point. Yeah, you think so. Uh, Dang MQ, Eric Bischoff announced for WWE Hall of Fame on Corey Graves' <laughs> podcast today. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. He's back. Better than ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, night by night. Recently, you've been spending your time preparing to enter the Iditarod. You feel like you've got your body ready to endure the cold, but unfortunately, you don't have a proper set of snow boots lying around. What NXT superstar do you ask to loan you a pair so your feet don't freeze during the race? Hmm. Well, the easy answer is Cameron Grimes because he has all the money. He can That's he can true. get you the best snow uh, snow boots out there. I'm trying to think That's of easy wrestlers from cold climates like Tyler Breeze I believe is from Canada I believe he's Canadian um, someone who might actually have a pair lying around mm-hmm. uh, but I think what is he? I think he's from British Columbia yeah he is do we count NXT UK sure because we could say uh, Ilya that's true that's true he's from Russia correct that's correct uh, White Brownie with Walter on borrowed time. How should he be booked in NXT on the road to take over? Chopping everybody. Chops. Mm-hmm. Chops. More chops. chops. Power bombs. More chops. Just wins. And then at takeover, chops, 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 power bomb, Champa. He wins. Uh, Wolfpack for life. I initially was not a fan of Karrion Cross when they first came in, but since his return, I've been enjoying his work a lot more. Why do you think this is? I think it's because he's talking a lot more. He is, and, and uh, the, his match was with Escobar really kind of took him outside kind of the the what it seemed like NXT was trying to do with him at first to a degree, mm-hmm. which is just make him this unbeatable monster, which doesn't really play to his strengths. If you've seen any of his, his work like in uh, Future Stars of Wrestling out of Vegas, he has this match there against Thatcher that's really good, and it's, it's a catch wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that style is more fitting in what, Karrion Cross is probably more comfortable than doing than going out there and, and hitting suplexes on everybody. Not to say that's not part of his arsenal. It is. Um, but it would, you know, I, I, maybe in concept, it would seem easy for someone to be booked as an unbeatable monster. But I think to try to do that within NXT style mm-hmm. is tough um, because, I, you know, kind of historically speaking, if you're the monster that comes in the ring and just destroys everybody, you're not doing it at, at a breakneck breakneck pace. Um, and NXT is full of, of really talented wrestlers who work fast. And and if if that's not something that Karrion Cross is accustomed to, trying to adapt to style that he might not be familiar with or comfortable with already in a particular place where you know the, the speed of the action is faster than he's maybe used to, that might explain why it looked like at times his feet, he was having footwork issues, you know? That's mm-hmm. just speculation. I don't I mean, I'm not a wrestler, so I can't speak with a yeah. great deal of authority. And, on and you 
you could just be liking him more now because he's more comfortable doing the style he's asked. That's true. And they've changed. They've they've like reached a happy medium of what they mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know he's also you know been doing good story work. Mm-hmm. Like the stories he's had with Santos and now Finn have been interesting. Mm-hmm. So that could be it. And then Wolfpack for Life again said, uh, "L.A. Knight was on a game show called The Hero, hosted by The Rock." In the show, he says The Rock was his favorite, and during his pre-match promo, I heard a little of The Rock's cadences. Oh, yeah. Uh, and a couple punches look like The Rock's, too. Yeah. What other wrestlers do you see have similarities to past superstars in this regard? Well, Dolph Ziggler is just an HBK clone. Yeah, and I believe uh, <laughs> they, they poked fun at him on on WTV because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities in, in, in L.A. Knight and The Rock in terms of the, the mm-hmm. how they carry themselves, even like their posture in the ring. I can um, definitely see that. Uh, the cadence of the promos. Yeah. Some of his moves. Totally. Totally. Dummy. Dummy. Uh, Razor Gem has our ratings in for the week. AEW 768 Ooh. NXT 597. So pretty much par for course. Mm-hmm. Pretty much par for course. Uh, this is the last Patreon question. Shindo, considering how stacked Stand and Deliver is shaping up to be, do you uh, think two nights of TakeOver is the future with the wealth of talent they have at their disposal. There seems to be no filler for the event, but I hate to see them have five hour plus mega shows to accommodate. No, I think it's just something special to do in for Mania. And that's, that's, yeah. that's it. <clears throat> seems to be a special, special event type yeah. occasion. Yeah. Seems to be the case. Well, that's all the questions I got too. So we'll call it a wrap here on this NXT mm-hmm. recap. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you for joining my, joining me. It's been fun. <laughs> I can't uh, thank you for having me. Having me. <laughs> thank you again. Come back anytime, especially on a raw recap. Oh. I can use a night off. I, I, don't, I don't know about that. Okay, let's not push that. Let's not go that far. You can't do a NXT. A, I'll take. You can't do a solo a raw Smackdown. recap. Down. <laughs> let's try a solo raw recap. It's great. Really <laughs> test your metal. But uh, that'll do it for us. Uh, Twitch crowd, stick around. We'll answer a few questions. Maybe we'll raid somebody. Uh, but until next time, thank you again, Chris. Uh, we'll talk to you all later. See you guys. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.